Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, folks, welcome to the Rosecast. This is the number one spoiler-free Bachelor Recap Podcast. Hosted by a male interracial best friend duo in the Midwest. I'm your host, Tim Kennedy. With me, as always, Alex Bradford. AB, it's Hometowns. Uh, what did you think of the episode? I went in this week, Rim, thinking it was going to be a huge letdown. I don't know why I thought that. But that's that's what I felt. Uh, could it be because it always is? No, hometowns aren't usually a letdown. I would say. And what was it a letdown for you then? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there just wasn't. There wasn't anything out of the norm. It was just a normal ass. There wasn't. I, I I was missing some. There's something missing. A special ingredient. I don't know what it was. Uh, you know, a wacky uncle, or it was just Needed all a wacky it was somebody. just all the same. All four of them seemed the same to me. Weirdly, hometowns, even though there's more external factors you could say in these episodes than any other, they're like the most formulaic and predictable. Like, it, yeah. okay, we got a dad who's skeptical, a mom who's kind of skeptical, but leaves the dirty work to the dad, brothers and sisters who are like, are you sure? And then at the end, everybody's like on board <laughs> Everyone's with it. cool. It's, that's all it is. The it's, skepticism by the dads, I think, was the main part. Like, it, it wasn't enough. I need more. The one guy who was really like, this is not going to happen, freaking came around at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all good. Okay, we'll get to that and the, the maybe semi-surprise rose ceremony, and we'll talk about next what we expect from the Fantasy Suites week. We've been talking, we've been going, coming along pretty well without a lot of virginity jokes and references. Here we come. They're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna unpinch the hose. They've had the hose pinched. <laughs> they're unpinching the hose next week. It's coming. A wave. First, uh, before we get going, just to be clear, Rim, you said you said you made it seem like there wasn't a surprise at the end. I was stunned. Okay, <laughs> the ending was stunning to me. We'll get to it later, though. Stay tuned. Just so okay. we're clear. Please follow us on Instagram. We're getting up to like big round numbers. 1500 is the next one. Ooh. Will you be the 1500 follower? Maybe tune in. The Rosecast Podcast on Instagram. Uh, Twitter at RosecastCS and Facebook, which we neglect with consistency, remarkable consistency. 
Roastcast podcast. Thanks to everyone who left a review recently on Apple Podcasts. Wow. Random waves. I don't know what it is, but appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, like reading those. Okay, B. Uh, first, before we get to hometowns, you got to have a thoughtful, kind of contemplative shower scene. Everyone knows showers. Listen, you think I'm joking? Showering is like the only time you're not looking at or listening to a device. Uh, so that's no, where you get your big thinking done. Not me. What do you got you, I got a podcast running. I got a podcast running when I'm in the shower every time. I sleep with podcasts in my ear just <laughs> turn them on and put it on my pillow and put it on the lowest volume and like that's where i have so i'm just constantly consuming media it can't possibly be healthy uh but colton says the biggest fear he has is loving someone and not having them love him back can you big fear can you remember another guy more scared of how this is going to end up uh no and he's he, terrified spin, spin zone it's because he really wants to marry someone unlike maybe some recent previous bachelors maybe they weren't that concerned because they didn't care that much let's go to frederick fred fra, fra, uh, fredericks <laughs> fredericksburg <laughs> fredericksburg virginia for kaylin horse-drawn carriage ab two blocks to the old ice cream mm-hmm. shot the old ice cream in the face gag some personal anecdotes about growing up. Like, hey, like, I can imagine taking one of my bachelorettes in a horse-drawn carriage in Cedar Rapids and being like, that's where Rim and AB used to play swap ball right over there. <laughs> that's where I said I could beat AB in a foot race. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know what brought that <laughs> into my head, but I didn't win. Uh, what do you got on anything before the family portion, AB? Just a wholesome hometown date here, Rim. Just unnecessary horse ride. Uh, hit up two blocks, the, hit maybe. Up the small town. <laughs> small time ice cream is small town ice cream. Phenomenal, Rim. Yeah, unbeatable. So great move taking them there. That's a fact. They're not as concerned with profits. Nope. Not as much overhead. No, it'll be like one fifty for like a banana split, which is like seven dollars yep. at Dairy Queen. <laughs> yep, it's small town mom and pop ice cream shops. No are almost always, almost always the ways that go. And when they do it for love, the best big brand ice cream is Jenny's ice cream. That's extraordinarily a fact. <laughs> extraordinarily expensive, but that's a life changing ice cream. And <laughs> listen, you can just buy, they hold on. Jenny sells the cook. Jenny sells the cookbook for how to make ice cream. That's how you know you're doing it for the love of the game. Yeah. You're not. There's no you know uh, the bean guy who's like I'm not telling you how to make these beans. Jenny's like no, make this ice cream and enjoy it with your friends. Is there and family. A Jenny's where you live? No, you can get it at the stores. This is, and there is one this up is north, something yeah. we've never talked about, but we both share a huge love of Jenny's. I don't even have a way to get Jenny's. I visited Nashville and had Jenny's once. I've since ordered Jenny's online shipped. Do you understand how much it costs to get ice cream shipped to you? It's it's it was like fifty dollars to get a little canister for how many pints? For like two. Yeah, that's fair. That's a, a fair price. Of Jenny's ice cream. That was. <laughs> I've done it multiple times. Jenny's is <laughs> wow. Well said. Out of Jenny's nowhere, is three. Not a joke. Jenny's is three times the cost of every other ice cream pint. It might be ten it's, times it's nine, better. It's nine fifty. It it's, might be it's ten times it's better. Ten times better than what else you can get. All right, big family wow. gathering in the backyard. Will Jenny's be a sponsor one day? Who knows? <laughs> big family gathering in the backyard. Ab. Mom says she doesn't know anything about Colton. Uh, find that hard to believe. Very famous, even at this point. I know this was six months ago. You can Google him and find out plenty about you Colton. I don't know, know what you thought about, about Colton. 
come on. Your daughter's going, your daughter, I could understand maybe like, I don't even know, like right at the start when she leaves, like maybe not even caring, like this is just going to be a quick little thing. She'll be back in a week. But when she's gone for like a month, months, maybe I'm going (laughs) to one night, I'm just going to take a couple hours and research what's who she's with right now. Stepdad John says he's not nervous, but he's obviously nervous. He's basically spying on them from across the yard. (laughs) The guy is nervous about where this might go. And, you know, he just wants to make sure they're not about to make a hasty decision, Mm -hmm. which is reasonable. Anything on Kaylin's sister, Ariana? Well, hold up, Rim. Are you not going to talk about the friar? I'm from a family with access to a fryer. <laughs> I didn't bat my eyes at that. This is a gr- it was a professional this is a grill fryer. Out. They had a three-compartment industrial fryer in the backyard. Yeah, that was a little strange. The uncle comes over, you guys want to pick out some stuff to fry? Like, that doesn't even make you bat an eye rim? You're just going really to ignore that section? It really doesn't. I mean, they're frying cookies. <laughs> like it's the state fair. That was weird. Okay. All right. That's weird. You're right. <laughs> That's weird. But when, if someone, if an uncle type comes up to me and says, you want to pick out some stuff to fry, I really am not like, whoa. I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Okay. I'll fry anything you want. Let's keep it moving. My concern there, if I'm Colton and it's me, I don't pay that much attention to Kalen during that portion of the yeah, yep. the date. I'm off to the side with the boys frying, frying stuff up. Yeah. things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is. A, it's a little strange to have the literal McDonald's baskets <laughs> yeah. in it was your a backyard. Triple fryer. <laughs> there were three baskets. Oh, <laughs> uh, Ariana and Kalen. Anything on this conversation? She's feeling skeptical. This not this your typical sister being a little skeptical. My opinion didn't really give Kalen a chance to explain why she shouldn't be skeptical. Anytime you interrupt, you're, you're like, are you sure about this? And they explain why they're sure about this. And then you interrupt and say, I don't know. It's like, well, hold on. Let Wait. Me, <laughs> let me explain this. Just my take. Anything on Kalen's mom and Colton? No. Just more skepticism by the family. She says, it's hard to wrap my head around this. I don't know if you're ready or Kalen's ready, which is completely fair. She's spent like 30 minutes with them. Colton did mention they've had to overcome some things. Him and Kalen, and that brought them together. I thought that was a reference to one or, or two or both things. If It's a weird way if he's talking about the discussion they had about our one-on-one date, at, the, at our one-on-one date about the sexual assault. Yeah. I think that's a weird way. We've had to overcome this. You two as a couple didn't have to overcome really anything. You just That was a discussion you had that maybe brought you closer together, but that's a weird way to phrase it. That was an adversity for you two. What else could he be talking about? Maybe the Hannah, because remember the Kayla and Hannah thing a month and a half ago was a big deal. Well, and I take that back. She just had the Cassie and Kalen aren't here for the right reasons thing. That's probably what he's talking about. Okay. Well. But I was with you. Egg on my face then. It just seemed weird. It's like, really? You've had to overcome some things. I don't (laughs) know about that. Big John and Kalen. John's not big, but he's got a big presence. Mm -hmm. And that's what big means. Okay. People call me Big Rim. I'm not big. But it's a, it's a presence, okay? <laughs> Big John. An aura about you. Yeah, it's an aura. <laughs> Big John comes in. 
And this guy had it written on his face the whole time, A.B. I don't know what you got about Big John and Kalen's discussion. He's torn. You can see the pain on this man's face of this process. He doesn't- Where did I go wrong, he's thinking. (laughs) How did I end up here? (laughs) When there's a skeptical parent, one thing we saw in this episode, when your parent is like, especially your dad, is like, I don't know about this. You got to remind him like- but you raised me to be great, remember? Yeah. You raised yep. me to be the A, B, and C, so that's what I'm being. And then they're like, you're right. I was pretty sweet at parenting. <laughs> you, <laughs> you got this. You flip it around on him, topsy turvy yep. You, yep. And that's what she did. Uh, yeah. What is he going to say to, you raised me right, do you not trust me? What is he going to say to, do you not trust me? Looking at his sweetheart in the eyes, and she asked you that. What are you going to say? I'd melt like I'd melt like butter to that. Paint him in the corner. It's <laughs> nothing he Works can say. every time. <laughs> Colton asks John for permission mm-hmm. to marry Kaylin if the, if they keep going the way they're going. I liked how he worded it. If things like right now we're not there, but if things continue, are you okay with it? Which is a tough question. Big John asks a couple hard hitting questions. How how far are you willing to take this relationship? How do you know you're the right que- person for Kaylin? And Colton, props to him, says I don't know. I don't know if I'm the right person yet. You kind of have to lay out a, when you're, you know, he has to ask four people. You have to lay out a theoretical scenario. You have to qualify mm-hmm. with if we get there, would you be okay with it? It's a weird way to approach it. It's not a normal way to, that's not how it goes in real life. No. But I suppose he's got to do what he's got to do. I, I got the feeling with each of these asks that Colton didn't want to do this for any of them, but he has to. For the show, because yeah. the show needs that moment and the show needs that clip and they need that awkward dad and bachelor interaction. <laughs> That's just what they need. So I don't think he would, if, if Colton had his druthers, I don't think he would have done that. I also think he was kind of wooden, nervous for the first one. Or maybe he knew he was going to send Kalen home and <laughs> knew how <laughs> he was lying through his teeth, basically. Anything else on uh, this hometown? Just solid, predictable. No, uh, at the end there, Kaylin and Colton have a little time. She tells him she's falling in love with him. He no, she doesn't. A B. She shifts from falling in love to fully in love. Did she say in love? Here's what she said. She said, "I I think she referenced that she said she's falling in love with him." They've done that okay, before see, on their date. See, I wrote down that she loves him, but then I didn't trust my notes there. I didn't. You shouldn't have. Did she say she loved him? She said. I'm fully in love with you. Okay, that's that's Which, being in love with someone, Rim. Is that the same to you as I love you? Yeah. Ah, see, I don't. Same I think that's a notch same below. Tier. I think it's a no, notch. It might be the same notch. tier. It might be the same tier, but it's you know the B portion that it's on the lower end of the tier. Okay, because she said I'm fully in love with you. She what has not said mean, I love fully, you, Rim. Listen. That's 100%. In love. Words matter. Words matter, AB. She says, I'm fully in love with you. Then they kiss. Then to the camera, she says, I love you. I, I told Colton I love him. Yeah. I don't know. Not the same. Fully in love and I love you. I don't, I don't know. know what the difference is, but it's not the same. Okay. It's not the same. I disagree. Regardless, ended up not mattering, but that's what I wrote <laughs> down at the time. I wrote down that she said she loved him. She's the first one to actually say that. Um, she was, and that yeah. locks her into next week. That's what I wrote down. This locks her into next week. Well, especially when you consider that L words haven't been haven't been dropped in other relationships nope. at this point. That's a reasonable. That's a reasonable thing to write down. Yeah, 
mildly inaccurate. That was an interpretational moment. Mm -hmm. Hannah G, Birmingham, Alabama. The South. Absolute disaster of a daytime date. (laughs) They went to an etiquette class. Why not go hang out in a beer garden in downtown Birmingham? Maybe see some sights. Maybe take the edge off a little bit. Go to a brewery. Loosen up before meeting her family. Something along those lines. An etiquette class does the opposite of calming him down. I don't know what you got on this, A.B. I mean, you could see it in his face. When she says etiquette class, face drops. Like, okay, I'm in Birmingham. Want to see what this city's about. But instead, we're going to go to class? No, thank you. First of two deal breakers, in my opinion. What's the second deal breaker? Stick around. How about this bread situation okay with the etiquette lady have you ever seen that in your life (laughs) you want to talk about eating bread in the south is that what you're telling me that it's about you rip a tiny little piece off and butter each piece get butter all over your fucking fingers rim is that what you're telling me etiquette is if you if (laughs) i saw a person do that i'd think and i'm not offended by people who don't have perfect manners yeah i'd be like this person is a no manners yeah having <laughs> this guy doesn't know what manners is slob about. slob if i saw someone do that i'd be like what are you doing <laughs> number two you well you have family in the south have you, is this normal i've never seen this in my life no absolutely not crazy god forbid colton wants to cut his rule like a normal person like everyone everywhere else does no no colton you rip it up and then you butt i feel like this might be like i've 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 been to the south tons have family in alabama in fact been down there Uh go down there almost yearly for most of my life never seen this but that's it's also not the super rich not country club country (laughs) club south so who the fuck knows what they're doing there (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was I could not believe that. I was taken aback when I, mean, I when yeah. she was like, oh, bless your heart, you dumbass. <laughs> this is how you do it. <laughs> the next thing this manager's lady brings up is something about how Hannah's parents want Colton to take the, the metaphorical umbrella and take that and protect Hannah. I'm sorry, manners woman. I didn't realize you were also a relationship guru <laughs> slash marriage counselor. What does that have to do with you? You don't. This is not your place you to be are saying an etiquette this. Lady, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Basically, she says, "Here's how you do the bread." Okay, that's enough. Talk to y'all later. And that was it. Bad, bad situation. I got a real. Did you watch Sharp Objects on HBO? No. I got a real Sharp Objects. Adora vibe from her. I don't think anybody watched it because that tweet got no interaction. I would recommend. I would recommend. I I was I was cropping the photos. I'm like, this is gonna kill. This is perfect. The sharp comparison. objects. Everybody knows sharp objects. No, I'll tell you what. I would recommend sharp objects okay. on HBO. Better than True Detective season three, which just wrapped up. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Disappointing finale, in my opinion. Okay. Meeting the family. A B. Mom Beth. Dad Tom, Hannah's three cousins, best friend, some others. Hannah's mom seems skeptical. You know the beats at this point. Big Tom, the dad. Big Tom, come on. With Col- <laughs> with Colton. You don't think Tom had a presence about him? A southern... No, I, I really didn't. I, in fact, I felt like Tom was actually intimidated by Colton. Like he <laughs> bent over backwards for Colton. He could not have given her away faster to Colton. <laughs> And that, I mean, small uh, down south got the big football player coming in. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. come on, that's impressive. 
Boy, you could apply to Bama. You think you could apply to Bama? <laughs> well, no, but <laughs> not even close. Uh, Tom did something toward the end of the episode that I'd say was appalling. Uh, I'll get to it later. One thing, one note I have here is every dad cuts down the time the that his daughter has known the bachelor by like at least two weeks sometimes four <laughs> yeah which you don't need to the truth is shocking enough eight weeks is shocking enough but he's like how y'all known each other four weeks <laughs> <laughs> obviously not it's been longer tom <laughs> anything on hannah with her mom i thought beth was gonna be a little bit tougher than she was i thought i wrote down at first beth is not having this but yeah. just seemed normal by the end of it just uh, let down. <laughs> Another parent letdown. Yep. Hannah said something weird. She said, I don't want to be a coin toss at the end of this. And he validated that for me. I don't know what she's what talking that about. Mean? Him validate. I don't you're still a coin toss. At the best you can hope for is to be a coin toss at that this point. Right now, it's way more than a coin. We're talking about a six it's the two coin tosses in a row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think probability. of probability. Yeah. I saw the gears turning. That's a probability <laughs> right there. I don't know. Probably not. Not a literal coin toss like that guy Jordan. You get a four sided die. That's where. That's right. Do they make those? I don't, I don't know. know that's, if that's, what I, possible. that's where my mind was going. That's why I wasn't really paying attention to what you were saying. Do they make four sided dice? It would have to be a triangle. Would it, it would have to be a triangle. It would have to be a triangle with four. Yep, no, no, yep, no, yep, no, yep, no. Yep, pyramid, pyramid. Think about this, AB. This is people are what upset about the about bottom this of the pyramid. That's the fourth side. It's a it's a pyramid with with three with one point on top. Yep, you can't do it because your finger's broken. But it, it's a pyramid. Yeah, I'll I'll draw it for you. Okay, Colton with Big Tom. <laughs> Colton with Big Tom. Tom sees this slow march towards the big ask, mm-hmm. and he says, "And quote, I think it's important to quote Colton here with these asks." I would like your permission to marry your daughter. What do you got on this interaction? Anything? Were you surprised by it? Were you surprised by his no, response? Not at all. No, I think he, I thought he was intimidated. He started the conversation with, "What are your intentions with my daughter, man?" I mean, you feel me? It was it was a joke. He was trying to be a tough guy. You could tell he wasn't. And he was going to. You want to know what I think? Yeah, I think Tom didn't realize that Colton was asking the other dads the same thing. I think Tom was taken aback by being asked that. Okay. And he Tom thought, hasn't seen this show before. I think that's possible. Okay. I just think that the way he reacted was like, whoa, I didn't even consider that you would ask this. So he thinks his daughter has it locked up. Yeah. That's what I think. Okay. That's why he said, if this continues the way it is, absolutely. I'll give you my blessing. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Anyway. Hannah eventually gets around to, she convinces her mom that this is an insanity, which is the goal of every child on hometowns, convince your parents that this is an insanity. Uh, Just another solid, I don't know, another solid family meeting. It's fine. The skepticism was there, then it faded, and boom, everybody's happy. Forgettable hometown. I would classify it that way. Uh, Anything on Hannah and Colton outside? Besides the producers shuffling around, making a bunch of noise <laughs> while they're talking. No, nothing here. She, she said she's falling in love. If I wrote that down correctly, I don't know. You I don't did. trust my you notes did. anymore. <laughs> you did. <laughs> which, he, which he reciprocates. So Immediately. Yeah. That's what, I think that's what put Hannah slightly above Kalen in the, in the live power rankings at that point. Okay. Because he reciprocated immediately. And just the way they were kissing, A.B. Little things like that. Mm-hmm. 
Cold makes it easy if you want to read between the lines. If you want to read his hands, where his hands are at, that's where you kind of, that's what his heart is, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's not good at bluffing. <laughs> no. So I, th- I think he likes Santa probably a little more than Kalen. Okay. Tasha's hometown, Santa Ana, California. It feels like we're flying through this episode. Is that the case? There's nothing. To do, there's just nothing. Here's to, what you got to realize, Rim. The ep- actual episode was flying. This third date started at forty at the forty minute mark. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Tasha blindfold blindfolds him because their relationship is about trust. I don't know what, why the blindfold. You lost me there. You don't like that. I don't know why you'd need to blindfold someone in a place they've never been. Uh, okay. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> like you bl- you blindfold someone so they don't know where you're going, right? Is that Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's what you're blindfolding someone for. Yes. That's typical blindfold one-on-one. <laughs> you don't want them yeah. to know where you're going. He has no idea where he is or where anything is where you are. It's unnecessary. He wouldn't so he found out when she took the blindfold off when they were there in a scenario where he's not blindfolded, he would have found out when she pulled into the parking lot maybe. So maybe yeah. a minute earlier, you're not really. <laughs> and you know what else? Driving with a blindfolded person in the front seat is not safe. I agree. Because when when you're blindfolded, you can't anticipate bumps or turns or going over the you know going over yeah. the curb a little bit or something like that because you can't see them which That's why you got to be put them in the back he seat blasted his head into the window because he had of no course. idea what was going on was not on board with this that was somehow the blindfolding was the least safe portion of this date <laughs> where they went sky day skydiving would you do this ab uh, push come to shove i'll i'll skydive rim i know that's gonna surprise you i'll do it though doesn't surprise me either it, uh, I, i'd do it I'd do it. You go with someone you might marry. You get the thing is like you got somebody you got an actual skydiver and yeah. who knows what they're doing attached mm-hmm. to you. It's fine. Agreed. Anyway, they survive and kiss. Anything else on that part? I thought it was a bold move going skydiving. Okay. Why? He, just because he might have chosen not to do it. That you don't want that. No, you don't want that. This is a it's going skydiving. There's going to be some people out there that just say flat out, no, I'm not doing that. I will not go skydiving. So it was risky because the positives are huge too. If you successfully go skydiving, obviously, if you go skydiving, it's going to be awesome. Like, you, if you, once you take that step over the edge, jump off. It's going to be an awesome, incredible experience that you'll never forget. I don't know. I'd pee myself for sure if I did it. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. So I think once you got down there, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be huge for you. Keep in mind, they went bungee, bungee jumping, jumping yeah. off that really high. This thing. is so this is this kind is of their way deal. scarier. Absolutely. <laughs> Afterwards in the hangar, beautiful golden hour. By the way, mm-hmm. Colton's skin was gleaming. I must say, Tasha's was as well. But that's always the case. The guy looked good in the golden hour. Tasha says she's falling in love with him. This is a first from her. Mm-hmm. Colton specifically says, after you left my apartment, I realize I'm falling in love with you too. The specificity wow. here makes this seem more genuine. Before even the hometowns, you were falling in love, huh? Yeah. Okay. And it seemed very easy for him to say. He had no hesitation. It didn't seem forced. Tasha's up there, folks. I started to wonder, you know, when they landed on the ground and ran to each other, just elation on their faces. I was wondering, can Tasha win this damn thing? Yes. Yeah. Meeting the family, AB, uh, the star of this 
show is Desmond, period. Absolutely. <laughs> Protective dad with some one-liners, alpha presence, mm-hmm. big Des. Big okay. personality. And an open disdain for the process. This That's the perfect formula for a good dad on this I show. I knew this was going to be a good, probably the best portion of the episode, just because of how nervous Colton was, Rim. Yep. And you could judge how nervous he was. I don't know if you noticed this. By the size of the bouquets he brought for the mom, he brought a gigantic <laughs> bouquet for this mom. Brought To Hannah, he brought a little, like, I'd say a two-by-two two flower. So the one you get at the checkout at Menards. Yeah, it's just a checkout, checkout at the... <laughs> it was tiny flowers and a gigantic bouquet for Tasha's mom. Okay. I like that. Uh, Tasha to me, at the dinner table, seemed... To be kind of serving looks, and not the traditional. She Everybody was on, she seemed on line. the defensive with her dad because number one, her dad brought up her divorce uh, almost instantly <laughs> in the conversation. And I think she just Tasha wants to oversell how great her and Colton are mm-hmm. because she knows more than the other three how ridiculous this looks because she's been in a, through a normal courtship that led to a real marriage, yeah. though it ended. Um, an actual marriage that had some length, which, as AB pointed out, is extremely rare in this franchise, marriage. Yep. So, she she realizes, like, I went from being married to getting divorced to being on this dumb show. That's crazy, right? So, she's... I think Tasha's kind of keeping people at arm's length, her family. Anyway, sure. what do you got on her mom and Tasha? Uh, sit down to talk. She says, being hurt before, I just hope that's something not, don't go through again. And uh, there wasn't much to this conversation because I feel like Tasha's mom was like, oh, it's about to go down with my husband. So I don't really <laughs> need to ask the tough questions here. It's nothing to worry about. Yep. I, that's the feeling I got. She's leaving him the dirty work. Yep. <laughs> she knows She knows where the cameras are about to be. So she's just like, all right, I support you. Yeah. Anyway, off to Des. Off to Big <laughs> <Good> D. <luck. laughs> Big D. Desmond, Desmond and Colton. What do you know? He's like, six weeks? We're at this. I'll just have a bunch of like quotes. Is it six weeks? We're at this point already? And then Colton says he's falling in love with her. He's like, you really say you're falling in love with her? Like, you're going to say that to me? <laughs> and you have these same conversations with other people? Uh, I I just I kind of wish we could just play everything Desmond said. Just the whole clip great. of this whole interaction. He was really pressing him. Maybe what I, do you got on this? I loved the question. Are you having the same conversation with other girls? Are you telling all of them that you love them? And he comes clean. Yeah, yeah, I would. Uh, and I'll tell Tasia if she asks me. Now he knows that she wouldn't ask him because that's kind of of course taboo. That's, that's bad etiquette. You can't yeah. ask the bachelor if they're in love with someone else. That's just not. It's just not something not you do. Not with four left, maybe with three or two, maybe. But yeah, if you do, then you're putting their feet to the fire, and they're the only answer they give would ruin the show. So, yep. He also said, "Just have the the respect for Tasha and anyone else. Don't lead anybody on." Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he's contractually obligated to lead everyone on. Yeah. That's the way he has to do it. Um. I don't know. I like I liked how Des- Desmond asked the right questions. I agree. He, was, he pressed him, but he was also respectful. He didn't insult Colton's intelligence like maybe a true asshole dad would have done in this scenario. Mm-hmm. What do you got on the blessing conversation? It was a little awkward, Rim. This is where I thought it might be over for Tasha. Colton asked for the blessing, and De- Big Des, just a flat out, can't do it. It, it it ended abruptly. <laughs> Not do <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't think he even said no. I think he was just like, uh, I think you're a good guy. 
Just got to watch out for our best interests. Appreciate the talk. Yeah, there was no. <laughs> it was. It was it, you're right. It was very abrupt. They stood up and walked back in. That was it. What's your opinion of? You're married. If a father says no, if you ask a dad, I'd like to have your blessing, and he doesn't really give it to you, but both you and the woman want to be engaged. Would you, in in that scenario, would you stop short of becoming engaged just because of that? Or would you go ahead and do it? I mean, you're two consenting adults, not you specifically, but these two people who uh, theoretically want to get married, just because there's not a full blessing from the one of the, one of the parents, keep in mind, it's not even both, would you just, I mean, seems to me like if these two people want to get married, they can get married and they will. I don't no know, who Rim. Uh, I feel like if I got a no in that scenario, that would be close to a deal breaker. Hmm. I just don't. I just don't know how that relationship is going to work in the future. Yeah. If you if you don't have the buy in from the family, like, are you just not gonna? How how are you and that dad going to interact from there on? It's going to be horrible. It's going to be a horrible rest of your life. My tongue buzz off. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if you love the daughter and she loves you, I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, it's just a. I just think that this. Would not be happening on the show if not for this. Would not be happening if not for the show. You know what I mean? Like no, I agree. They're, Th- they're forcing him to scenario. do it this way. Like I would only it's ask totally a different. dad in a scenario where obviously I knew the answer was going to be yes already. Like yeah, if yeah, there yeah. was some, if the situation Colton's in right here, no, no dad is really really means yes when they're saying it on this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Because um, it's a theoretical. It's a. It's yeah. It's not. They're not even. It's not. He's really not even close yet. Yeah. He has to tell three other people no first. Exactly. So it's not a. It's it's not the same thing as asking in real life, like yeah. you said. Anyway, just it's just weird, but they have to do it, and I'm glad they make him do it because it does Absolutely. sometimes make for good TV. Uh, main takeaway with Tasha's brother and Colton is that I thought he was 17 years old. I did not know that he was like a federal agent. He he was 10 years older than he looked, in my opinion. How old was he? I don't know. He goes, what uh, He goes, what do you do? And then he's like, I'm a federal agent. I think I'm going to be in the FBI soon. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. I thought you were in high school. I thought there was a high school-aged one and then like a six-year-old. Yeah. That, I thought he was a high school-aged one, for sure. Okay. And then he basically was like, I'm about to be in the FBI. <laughs> Shocked by that. Black don't crack, Rim. You know that. That's a fact. <laughs> you know that. Desmond, Desmond with Tasha. Desmond could be 68 for all we know. <laughs> yeah, who knows how old Desmond is? <laughs> Desmond with Tasha. Uh, what do you got on their interaction? Tasha just, she knows what's happened already in the episode, I'm sure. I'm sure Colton went up to her like, whoa, that didn't go good. And then, <laughs> so Tasha takes him downstairs and it's time to win him over. It's time to butter him up a little bit, a little sweetheart, uh, daddy's sweetheart. Uh, play the game. <laughs> butter up big time. Butter, butter up big Desmond time. up. Big time, bat the eyes like yep. you, you, daddy. And, and da- yeah, the daddy, and throw the you don't trust me at him. It's gonna. Yep. It's, that's the only way to save this. <laughs> if he Desmond goes, if he was to ask you to marry him right now, what would you say? Her response raised an eyebrow for me. Ab, she goes, I would say yes. And then they both laugh. <laughs> it was not like a confident, yes, I love Colton. I think she, no cameras. I think she'd go, oh, no, like not yet, but I like him. Yeah. It was, it, that made me think like with Taisha, very ironic given Taisha yeah. spreading the rumors about everybody else not being ready. I don't I know if Taisha 
not necessarily isn't ready, but might not want to marry Colton. That's what that moment Maybe said. Maybe not to me. just yet. I think it's still kind of early. They're gonna have three or four. They're gonna have like three times as many dates as they've had in the coming weeks. Were you surprised that Desmond came back around fully from a no from an from a unspoken no to a full yes? I think he was backed into a corner by by his okay. little girl, Rim. It's hard to say no to a girl, to your little girl. It's impossible, in fact. <laughs> that gets you in trouble on occasion. <laughs> Listen, this I could be off base here. Tasha seemed to me, combined with her answer to that question, she also seemed to me when she was talking with her dad, you said she was buttering him up. I also got the feeling, in addition to that, that she was winking at him like, Dude, I'm gonna like I'm gonna do this, no matter what, because you know I could be the next bachelor. I'm riding could, on this. this. Is, she basically was like, "Dude, don't worry about it. Like this is gonna work <laughs> out. And if I do say yes on T, it'll be because it's on TV, and we can really truly figure out if we want to get married later. Yeah, like, we don't have to actually get married. She's ba- she basically was downplaying. I think the the legitimacy of whatever commitment comes from this. Yeah, I think she just wanted to reassure him, like. No matter what, I'm plowing ahead here. Not going to slow down <laughs> because of your concerns. That's the I feeling don't disagree I with what you said there. Des with the quote of the night rim. The microwave? Yeah, you don't microwave relationships. <laughs> Put yeah. it on my gravestone. <laughs> you don't. You don't. He goes, and he goes okay. He's like, you don't microwave relationships. And then that's it. That's not how it goes. He would hate the proposal. That's for sure. Yeah. Desmond would, would turn on the proposal and be like, what is this crap? <laughs> Desmond was the best part of the episode, I think. I agree. It was in an episode filled with dads who really didn't do anything. Cassie's hometown, Huntington Beach, California, AB. Surf dudes with attitude, kind of groovy, laid back moods. You know what that is? No. You don't know what that is? No. California Dreams? Is that the song from there? How do you not remember the song? I don't remember. Did I not sing it well enough? California Dreams was was a show I do remember, but the specifics about it, I can't tell you anything. I can't name any characters, the theme song. uh, I was a California Dream guy, though. Don't get that twisted. I I don't believe you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's the show that everyone knows the song, but... No one can name any of the characters or no, no, no. what was going that on in That show is Hang Time. Everybody knows the Hang Time theme, but they don't know all the characters. I know all the characters. They had two <laughs> okay. coaches. They had Reggie Theus and Dick Butkus. And <laughs> girls played on the basketball team. I and remember. Anthony Anderson was in it. And Scott somebody <laughs> with the long blonde hair. I don't know anything about California Dreams, but I can sing the entire three-minute song, which they actually sang. The characters actually sang, by the way. That's wow. important trivia. Uh that's two important notes here. trivia. Two notes. You want to talk about important trivia, it's right around the corner. The okay. first thing that's not important, it's kind of sad. Cassie was born during season three of that show. That makes me feel kind of old that Cassie yeah, was a, not even around for the beginning of the show. Number two, California Dreams. It was the era of token black characters on, on teen Absolutely. television shows, obviously. Saturday morning TV shows like that, yeah. Yep. The Black Friend. Mm-hmm. William James Jones, the the guy, that actor okay. in the show, went to Biola University, the oh, same wow. as Cassie. 
That's trivia. That's fucking deep cut trivia. <laughs> Incredible. Anyway, back to this date. I thought you were gonna hear the. I thought you were gonna hear the first part of "Surf Dudes with Attitude" and be like, "Oh, rim, haha, hilarious!" Because <laughs> everyone knows that song. Hopefully, ten listeners got that. Everyone knows that the first lines of that song. That's a name that tune. I could. You give me two notes, and I'll get California Dreams theme okay. song. Back to the date. Colton's wearing shoes on the beach. What do you got on this? <laughs> I did notice this. Uh, he. Who knows how far away he had to walk, though. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Colton Apologist. I didn't know. I feel like he, he was running from like, it appeared like he was running from the ocean area. So I don't know where he came from, like who dropped him off. He I came wouldn't all the way think, from Orange County with Taisha. I think he just walked. <laughs> I don't think, I think it was fine that he had his shoes on. I would have preferred some slides or some sandals, something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shoes with socks doesn't go there. Anything on the surf? You can't surf. Cassie's a bad teacher because he's terrible. I don't this, know what to tell you. I don't know, Rim. The whole this whole Cassie thing just rubbed me the wrong way. It felt like the it was, whole Cassie thing. What do you mean by that? The whole date just felt Whoa. really, really. I don't know, like hillsy hills, hills. And by by hills, you don't mean California. You mean high school aged people. Yeah. Question? Fake. Okay. I mean, I mean, like scripted drama between high schoolers. That's what I nah. felt when I was watching this whole thing, including the family. Well, the family's been on TV before. As a young once viewer, I can confirm that that's the same house <laughs> and living room okay. that Cassie fought with her college boyfriend in. Wow. Another note I have is that it would take me we it would take weeks to teach me how to surf. So I don't blame Colton, though I will say Colton was flopping around James Harden style, <laughs> exaggerating. He's flailing in the ocean, He's flailing just struggling. both arms going up like, I, oh, I fell again. I didn't think negatively about him because of that, because I've always considered surfing to be basically impossible. Like, I don't think you could, I don't think a week would do it. I don't, no, it would take months, hours. years for me to get up and stand while getting pushed by water? No way. Listen, man. Seems impossible. You know my, you know the mother fear I have of the deep sea. Sometimes sharks and other things get up in the, the shallow area. <laughs> waves, I'm not sure how waves work necessarily. No, They're who coming, does? They push you up to the waves and they suck you back out. But do they suck you further than they push you? I don't know. That scares me that I have no control or knowledge of that. I would not... <laughs> I would go skydiving, surfing. I would be, I would be more wary of that wow. than skydiving. Okay. I would rather fall out of a plane over land than put my <laughs> didn't get on a surfboard in, in the water. No. Yeah. Uh, anyway, family meeting. Oh, well, important to note here: Cassie does not drop the L word. Colton tees her up again. One of two times, he's like, "Hey, just trying to figure out where you're at. I know where I'm at." And basically saying, hey, say you love me, please. I told everybody else. And Cassie's waiting till dinner. She doesn't say it. Interesting mm -hmm. to know. What do you got on the family meeting? Like I said, Rim, I, got, I just got fake vibes from everyone involved. The parents, the siblings, Cassie, Colton. You're, you're staking a, in a rare area of the ground at this take. <laughs> That's... Uh... Let me point to a couple things here. Number one, the dad was acting ridiculous. Like not, <laughs> not just like, like 
with uh with Desmond, it was like, damn, this guy really cares about his daughter. Like the dad got me as like he wants to be the star of this episode. Mm. When he looks at the camera, he's like, oh, he's just a guy. I don't know. He's just, just a, guy. a guy. Like what? What do you mean? Yeah. Okay. What are you talking about, pal? You're just trying to be. You're just trying to get the sound. You're just trying to get being a hardo. A couple clips. Yep. Before okay. the before the commercial clips. Evidence number two, Rim. The sisters sit down to talk, and they start bawling for no reason. <laughs> There's no reason for them to be crying. They're not talking about anything sad. They've barely been apart from each other. She's been at college, so it's not like they see each other all the time. It's not like eight weeks apart is probably that strange for them. Let me say something about the sisters. One of her sisters has like 160,000 Instagram followers. Okay. She's an actress. A piece of evidence number three has been entered into the courtroom. <laughs> I got piece of evidence number four. Number three, yeah. The, I don't know why she has so many Instagram followers. I think it's probably because Cassie... Well, first off, she looks like Cassie. Yeah. Cassie posts a ton of stuff with her. Cassie has like almost 900,000 Instagram followers at this point, I think. Wow. Okay, so you put, if her sister's posting a bunch of stuff and and... Yeah. And her sister's in it. You pick up a lot of residual followers. Not a hundred thousand. Maybe. I don't know. I've listen. That's I just what I'm saying. Instagram it might have contributed like, to it. I've I've seen a lot of like secondary pieces of like sisters of famous people, and they never have that many. Like for example, Johnny Bananas has like six hundred thousand followers, maybe more now because he's got that TV show. He's got a sister that he always posts his niece and nephew. She has like 5,000. I think you gain like a good couple, you know, like 10,000 maybe, but okay. 100,000. She's dabbling into some other stuff. I don't know. S- single 21 year old babe in California. I mean, there's a, I think it sure. might be different than Johnny's bananas, uh, niece and nephew and sister. I think sure. that's a little that's different. Fair. I don't know. Anyway, and she's in the game. She's acted in some things. I don't think it's all, I, I think the Cassie, the Randolph family is still mostly on the up and up. But of all the four families, I think there are more warning signs than the other. Yeah, sure. Not warning signs, but just like, oh, context, important. Uh, just a reminder, she has been in a reality television okay, show, I defended everybody. That two weeks just ago, a reminder. I mushed that. I mushed all of that. Just That's a reminder. I don't care what like five Rim years says about it. I mushed it. I mushed it. <laughs> Listen, I defended that and I stand by my defense of that. This seemed like a bad episode of The Hills and whatever her her reality show was. What was it? Young and... Young Once. Young Once. Seemed like a bad episode of that. Uh, last thing I'll say... When she walked in the door, they acted like it was a surprise soldier returned from Afghanistan at a halftime of a football game. It yep. was a little much for <laughs> the person who was probably home recently. <laughs> Here's what I have about Cassie's inner sister. She Cassie admits that she's, quote, not completely there when it comes to a potential pr- proposal, but she feels like she's falling in love. A.B., Cassie, the youngest... I think we would all agree probably the most immature mm-hmm. is furthest behind the other three in terms of L word and proposals. I mean, isn't is, this what opinion, everyone... a sign of reasonableness and is, maturity. Go ahead. Is this not what everyone brought up about her? Like a couple, like all the people that left that said someone wasn't ready for marriage. Isn't this what they're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> she threw a fit about for an entire episode. She acted like them saying that was appalling. 
Yeah. Yep. Isn't that what? <laughs> now she's now the next episode. She says she's basically not she's ready for marriage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Uh, anything else on that? <laughs> no, I got nothing on yeah, this fake ass you family. Completely dismantled the house of cards. Uh, Cassie's mom and Colton. Colton, I will say, seems way more comfortable with Cassie's parents than the other two so far. Yeah, I agree. Or three so far. The other three, excuse me. Um, Amy just Cass or Cassie's mom doesn't want Cassie to rush. Uh, the way Colton says I'm falling in love with Cassie, it seemed very matter of fact and real. Mm -hmm. Easiest one so far, in my opinion. I agree. Cassie, Cassie and her dad, who you think this, these are two television characters, fully just, characters. What just, do you think of this interaction? Just a scripted thing they, they planned out before <laughs> she went on the show. No big deal. What did you think of Cassie's demeanor? They have a fight. They kind of get into a little bit of a spat, these two. Cassie handles it like a spoiled brat. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't good. I'm not saying it was good. It was pretty Do you bad. disagree? No, it was pretty she bad. She acts like a 23-year-old would act if someone's, if their dad If she was were really approving. 19. Yeah, if she was 19, <laughs> if her dad was not approving of her significant other, like her bad boy, boy boyfriend she just brought home. Which is funny because it's Colton, maybe the least bad boy, yeah. bad boy <laughs> in the history of the world. She did seem annoyed at his questions, which I have here. This was disappointing because up to this point, Cassie has been the most hesitant. She's wary of committing because there's four people left, or mm -hmm. there was seven people left last week. She, you know, she wants to get, she wants to marry Colton. I believe she wants to marry Colton, but she doesn't want to say that until she's comfortable. She thinks it's like a lock. Yeah. Her dad basically says the same things that she's already said, and she's like, Dad, I know, okay? It's like, <laughs> he's not saying anything out of crazy here. No. This is normal. And then she goes, oh my gosh, I'm not dumb. It's like, it felt like I've overheard these conversations yeah. 15 years ago, you know what I mean? It's not normal. <laughs> this is not normal adult behavior. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Anything else on them two in particular? Nope. Other than the fact that you think they had a script that they went off of, that the Randolphs wrote a script. Yeah, there was like a person holding the cards. What are those people called <laughs> <laughs> in the background? Remember at the end of the Hills, the Hills finale, the best finale in TV history when they pulled the background away? Spoiler alert. Name a better finale. 
I can. I, I'm <laughs> not kidding. The the people go, oh, haha, that's funny. You say the hills. I'm not f- kidding. That's the best <laughs> finale in television history. Go period. back and watch it. There were no rumors swirling for years and years and years about this being a fake show. And then they leave you guessing they even leave me, you more really, I mean, with the jam of that era. <laughs> the jam of the millennium. <laughs> okay. That's the best song ever also. People would go, oh, Stars Born Shallow. No, it's the Natasha Bedingfield uh, acapella version of whatever that's called. Right? Sun drops or something like that. Leave the You know what I'm saying? You know yeah, what I'm no, doing? I feel you. I know exactly uh, yeah. what you're talking and about. And it's that song. That's the best song ever. And it was only performed for that scene in the Hills finale. <laughs> you can't get that song on iTunes. You have to rip it from the YouTube. That's the best song ever. And that's the best finale ever. I mean that so sincerely. <laughs> Everything else we say here is like kind of tongue in cheek sometimes. No. I'm no, dead serious. Yeah. If you could, you would look in the eyes of every single listener yes. and, and shake them and say, I mean this. I'm not kidding when I say that the Hills finale is unassailable. I agree 100%. <laughs> That's the best. I'm sweating talking about this. I'm not. I'm more passionate about this than anything else. <laughs> that is the one opinion I will literally die for. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Cassie's dad, I don't even know where we are anymore. Cassie's dad and Colton. Colton says, I'm somebody who needs a father's permission. Colton seems to come from a traditional yeah. religious Christian background. So he was. this was probably instilled in him that like you need the father's permission. Otherwise, you can't do anything. Um, he says, I want to ask you if I can have her hand in marriage if it gets to that point. The dad says, that would be a premature blessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else on this, A.B.? That's how it ended, surprisingly. <laughs> It's important to note there's a difference between, in my eyes, asking for permission, explicit permission, mm-hmm. and a blessing. I think if someone, if you ask for a blessing and they say they decline, you can move forward and not sure. you know, feel like you're a terrible person. If you ask for permission, you're implying to the person you're asking that if they say no, that you will not go through with it. Yeah. You're implying that they are the gatekeeper to it occurring. Excellent point. And he did ask for permission explicitly for the from the four of them, I believe. He might have asked Desmond for his blessing because he's probably scared of Desmond. But <laughs> the other the other three, I think he said permission. Anyway, afterwards, Colton wanted Cassie to say he's she's falling in love with him, gave her another shot. Yep. She didn't. Uh, AB topsy turvied this whole scenario to me and made me realize that yeah. Cassie is who we thought she was, who <laughs> they said she was. Also, didn't show a kiss before they got in the car. Just a double whammy of bad news for Colton. Anything else on this hometown? Other than that, you're skeptical of the hometown. Yeah. His authenticity. No. Nothing else. Nope. Rose ceremony. Hannah gets the first rose, followed by Tasha and Cassie. Kalen does not get a rose. Wow. Explain to me how you felt when you saw this go down. I wasn't sure who I thought. I think, here's the thing. Looking back on it, I don't even know who I thought was going home. But I just didn't see Kalen going home. Would I have had the same reaction if Tasha went home or if Hannah went home? Maybe. I don't know. I, I the biggest stunner would have been Cassie. The biggest stunner would have been Cassie, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you look at it from the outside, I mean, just let me get this straight. So Cassie is the only one who hasn't said I love you and her dad didn't give permission. And she still got a rose. It's over. 
It's like we said, it's over. You think it's over? The writing's on the wall, Rim. Cassie won this season. Oh, you're saying it's over in that regard? Yes. It's over. Cassie's going to win. I mean, look at everything. This is just like the Brian Abasalo deal. Like, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was the worst, but she kept giving him roses. Like, there were a lot of th- reasons why there were she probably should have, but she, she did She should anyway. have kept Peter or someone else. All this stuff. They hadn't talked about stuff. Like, Cassie and, and uh, Colton, we've said it all along. And now there's stuff happening that it's like there's no reason that he should have kept Cassie. There's no reason. She's the only one who hasn't said I love you, and his family didn't give their blessing. So what are we doing? There's a lot of things happening that would be deal breakers for other people, I think. I think if you flip Hannah G's family and Cassie's family, Hannah G goes home last night with all the things that were happening. You know what I mean? Like if Hannah G's dad was acting like that, It'd be over. and if Hannah G hadn't said I love you yet, she'd be gone. Yeah. I think she'd be gone. Um... I wasn't really, I wasn't stunned because I think these four have been kind of so close almost all the way yeah. that somebody big, you know, a heavy Someone hitter had was go going home. home. Exactly. A heavy hitter was going yeah, home. Yeah, I agree. To me, in my opinion, maybe this is just how I perceived Kalen. Other than their conversation during the one-on-one, Kalen has always seemed to me to be less relaxed, less herself maybe, than the other three. Okay. She just seems, it's not a front, but there's just, there's like something in the way of us seeing like, relax Kaylin. Kaylin as she is on a Sunday afternoon, um, just herself. That's just what I, maybe that's just what, maybe that's the pageant background where you're always putting your best face forward. Mm -hmm. It's not a knock. It's just, that's how I felt. I felt like I, we knew Kaylin less than the others. Um, Anyway. are you okay with Kalen feeling blindsided? I mean, isn't I, everyone blindsided at this point? To be fair, Colton provided no explanation on why he made this decision. Absolutely none. Um, so it was a kind of an unsatisfying breakup in that sense. It was quiet. Yeah, he just kind of sat there while she cried. Um, the episode ended when... Colton pulls Chris aside, presumably to have the big dad conversation about fantasy suites next week. Not looking forward to that. The two-night event next week, there's a regular episode Monday, and then a women tell all Tuesday. What do you want to do, AB? I think we should record on Tuesday and basically ignore the women tell all, because no women tell all or men tell all is eventful enough to warrant waiting for, in my opinion. What do you think? I think we should have a two-episode week. If you want to commit to that, that's fine. But I think we should record on Monday or Tuesday like Tuesday. we normally do. Okay. Yeah. How about this? We record one on Tuesday after the Monday episode. Depending on how the Tuesday Women Tell All goes, if there's enough juice for an episode, we'll do it. If there's not, we won't. That's a, that's a, good, that's a good commitment. I can get behind we'll that. We'll give you one, maybe two. Uh, the, post show, the post show credits clip before we get to the other stuff. Did you see uh, this? Yeah. What's going on here? This is a travesty, this rapping from <laughs> Hannah G. I mean that in a fullest sense of the word. I'm not kidding when I say it's a deal breaker. <laughs> not, not only, not that she's a lame rapper, and she is, but that she thinks she's good. And it's because no one in her life, no one at that table had the guts to be like, Hannah, this, this is sucks. Whack. You suck at this. <laughs> this is not a talent you have. You are not talented at this. 
And that to me is like, well, she, she gets it from her dad, Rem. He's the one beatboxing in the background and he's a f- abysmal beatboxer. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then when she finished, she goes, that was bad. And she's like, she looks at him like, and you go, oh, uh, bad mean good, bad mean good. Like someone needs to step up and tell Hannah G that her <laughs> rapping is not good and to not What's do it to, anymore. How does that even happen? <laughs> she rhymed she rhymed two lines once when she was growing up and they're like oh honey y'all can rap like the folks on tv do and that's <laughs> what look at her now that, that to me I, if i would look on in horror as her family <laughs> supported this that is the whitest thing i've ever seen okay rap's over the genre is done <laughs> <laughs> killed by hannah g 1984 to 2019 it is done you mentioned Peter when you were referencing Brian Abasalo. Peter Krause from Rachel Season, who many people wanted for this season as The Bachelor, in the previous season, I believe, mm-hmm. was on Total Bellas this week. You want to talk about a show that's right up Rim and AB's alley and we don't watch for no reason? It's Total Bellas and Total Divas. It makes no sense that we don't watch that show. There's too many shows. Uh, if I just... Total Bellas is... Not high on the list of things I'm going to fit in. <laughs> I've seen Total Bellas, and it's very enjoyable. I liked it. I like Daniel Bryan. I like John Cena. The yeah. Bellas, I don't mind. I watched it because of Peter. I watched the episode. Uh, he's the man. Yeah, still. Charisma. Big time cliffhanger. Are they going to kiss or not? Wow. Uh, it's a good episode. We have the cl- some clips on our Instagram, at Rosecast Podcast, if you want to check them out. Uh, he was everything you could hope. Four and more on that show. Mailbag. Thanks for the text. Uh, questions and comments. Always welcome. It's always open. 773-234-7794. Last week, AB, you mentioned that uh, Heather was leaving really late on her own accord. A lot of people wrote in to remind you that Andy Dorfman left Juan Pablo after Fantasy Suites, which is obviously the record for someone leaving under their own accord, very late. You going to try and refute that, or did you just forget? No, I didn't watch that season. Okay. Juan Pablo, so. That's why I Alex, asked, folks. I haven't watched every season. <laughs> hey, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Alex K. in Boston. Uh, Alex K. is a girl. Shout out to girl Alex's. Mm-hmm. She wants to ask if we could do a Kardashian Minute on the Rosecast this week. Given the rumors sure. about Chloe being the next Bachelorette, but then her, quote, you know, response. What do you guys think about that? And maybe a power ranking of the best Kardashian slash Jenners for Bachelorette, assuming they were all single. AB, you're far more oh, familiar with the Bachelorette on. than I am. I know next to nothing about Kardashians, the, you mean? Excuse me. Well, and the Bachelorette, too. Uh, and the Kardashians. AB, tell us what you think of this Chloe nonsense. Wow. And who you think, yeah, I got to take, and who you think would make for a good bachelorette out of that family. This all stemmed from, I think it was like E! News put out there, should Chloe be the next? uh, Nope. Skirt. Right off the bat. That's. It wasn't Mike Fleiss. Mike No, no, no. It was was after that. E! put it out, and then Mike Fleiss leached onto it like a a rat that he is, the snake. (laughs) We don't like the blood-sucking <laughs> vampire that he is. He hopped on board. So I think E News put it out like joking. That's the company. That's the that's the channel that all their shows are on. Yeah. Uh, 
that should Chloe be the next Bachelorette? Because obviously all this stuff with Tristan Thompson has has come out that yeah. she cheated on or he cheated, he cheated on her on with her. Kylie's Again. best friend. Again. Yeah. Embar- Come on. Scum of the earth. Hate Tristan Thompson. Not just because he ruined the Cavs finals a couple years that ago. Hurt. That hurt too. <laughs> Maybe it was last year. That hurt really bad. But because of how he's acted to my girl Chloe. Anyway, so Mike Fleiss picks up on it. He's acting like there's a shot of this happening. Like he's in talks. He even mentions Chris Jenner saying like, I've been in talks with Chris Jenner. Kim Kardashian calls him out. Like basically this is all made up. Uh, Chloe then comes out, says, put some respect on my name. I would never, basically I would never do this. Now, I don't think she meant it as a shot at the bachelor, bachelorette franchise, Maybe a little bit. I just think she thinks and knows that she's bigger than this. Like, if she wanted to do a reality television dating show, she would just do her own. And it would, yeah, it would get, it would be a Chloe Kardashian. (laughs) It would be way better ratings. She doesn't need, you know, she doesn't need the Bachelor Bachelorette franchise if she wanted to do a dating show. Okay. That's a fact. Okay. Now, uh, power ranking my top, my favorites to be (laughs) the Bachelor and Bachelorette. Number one, Scott Disick as The Bachelor. In fact, now that this was brought up, I think he should be The Bachelor next season, even over Johnny Bananas, my boy. Scott Disick is That's one of the best. Statement. Scott Disick is one of the best characters on reality television. It goes like Jonathan from uh, Queer Eye. Jonathan Van Ness. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan, he's up there. Then you have like uh, Gordon Ramsay for me. And then Scott Disick. It's those. Those are like in bananas. Those are my top four. That's that's a hell of a Mount Rushmore. Yeah, that's my Mount Rushmore of reality television. I wouldn't uh, mind Jonathan Maness, uh Bachelor. That'd be hilarious. That'd Funniest be guy in the world. <laughs> That'd <saying>. be great. <laughs> okay, now more Kardashians. Uh, Chloe, number two. I love okay. Chloe. She's one of my favorites. Does Chloe um, have a fun personality? I don't. Chloe's the most fun of all of them, actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Chloe's the Chloe's the fun one. Chloe was the latest to the game in terms of being like supermodel. Yeah. Style. Like she for a style while was icon. like black sheep and now she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, big time. She's right up there with the others. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, it would have to be Kendall, I suppose. The okay, rest of so them are all wiped up. Well, the, the, it was in a world where they're all single. Oh, that was that was the qualifier. That changes things, doesn't it? That changes. I mean, <laughs> a Kim Kardashian bachelor would be phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> it's because she's a mega star. Hold up, Chris Jenner. I'd put her in front of yeah, most yeah, of yeah. these guys. God, too. You want to talk about pulling if strings? You, if you could get a Chris Jenner bachelorette, where she's dating like twenty and thirty year olds, it'd be great. Chris in California. I get the feeling that the whole show blows up next episode. I'm predicting that Colton actually does quit and the show gets put on hold. That explains why Cassie is in the car crying. So in this scenario, maybe everybody's getting sent home. I'm sure they convince him to come back and then we end up with the Hannah G drama shown in the preview, which leaves us with Taysha, but I still believe he picks Cassie. Love the show. It makes me and my daughter Charlotte laugh out loud. Chris in California. Good to speak, Chris Harrison. Many people are asking. AB, what do you think of that theory? <laughs> the, the, the theory that that's Chris and Chris Harrison? No, the theory. Or, no, no, no. The, the theory, theory of the defense jump home. theory. The quit uh, show theory. 
I don't, I've never, I didn't think of that. I don't think that would be the case. There's Colton has too much riding on the line. Like, I don't know if he'd pull that type of stunt. We've seen on this show that when they're teasing something, it is never as big as they make it to be. Yeah. So the, the, his Chris scenario here would be way bigger than their tease. If this isn't a big deal, we riot. <laughs> okay. Now we're probably just going to take it like we always take it. They've been pumping this up for like six weeks now. They showed this clip of him jumping the fence and we've been amped up for it. They even like acted like it was going to be on a couple episodes already. It's got to be something big. The that's the the last part is what's most offensive to me. I think two or three weeks ago, Colton and Chris Harrison and others were tweeting like the fence jump was going to happen yeah. that night. That's irresponsible. It and really some is. might say it breaks your fiduciary responsibility to the viewer. <laughs> <laughs> some people might say that. Uh, this is Emily in Denver. Of all the parents on Hometowns tonight, I would love to know your power rankings of who you would most like to meet. If you were a contestant on that track, I'm going to change this to who do you want to most have a beer with power rankings dads wise? Or you can include the moms too, but frankly, they just didn't get as much face time. Big Desmond. Big Desmond number one for both of us. We're going to have the same power rankings. Big Desmond number one for both of us. I don't want to meet any of these other other guys. I'd put John, Big John a distant second. Yeah. Uh, Big Randolph maybe third because I feel like he'd have some takes that i would agree disagree with vehemently <laughs> <laughs> and we'd have it out a little bit i think me and her dad or cassie's dad might have some fiery yeah. discussions and then the last guy the guy who enabled hannah g's rap career yeah is the, last he was beatboxing yeah no thanks to that guy thank you to everyone who texts in the mailbag we appreciate it if you want to get in for next episode the number is 773-234-7794 quick batch bracket league update the top few and ties aaron h and erica b have 247 garen h and emma s have 244 uh bachelor memes has 243 and amanda c has 236 i have 201 I'm in 35th place. AB, you have 184, and I believe our remaining roses are identical. I think okay. we both got two-thirds of the final three, so that's pretty good, and we both picked Cassie. Power rankings. AB, I had Cassie, Tasha, and Hannah G as my top three last week. Spoiler alert, those are my top three in that order going into next week. What are yours? I just think it's Cassie and everyone else. There's no... There's nothing that can break my thought process here. No, it's just the fact that she keeps getting these roses after having she's had bad episodes. Like people brought her up last episode, and then she has an episode where she's the only one who doesn't say "I love you," and her dad was being a jackass. So, and she made it. So, what? What? What could possibly happen that would make her not win this season? He likes her more than everyone else. We've been saying it all along. I agree. I agree with everything you just said. It's tough to refute any of that. There's, it's hard to imagine anything happening between now and when he chooses a winner that would change any of that. Yeah. Um, here's, here's my interesting question for... We're heading into fantasy, uh, overnight, fantasy suites. Overnight suites. Overnight suites. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to call him that. In hopes that everyone starts calling him that, and we force that change onto the franchise. 
Fantasy Suites is a trashy name. Overnight Suites. Let's bring some class into the franchise. How do you think this is going to go, Rim? I don't want to be too raunchy, but is this guy going to lose his virginity or not, Rim? I think he, if he does, it'll be with Cassie and no one else. Okay. So that's that's another question. I didn't want to come out and say it. Is he just going to be hooking up with all these girls or just, is it just going to be the one? And we're going to obviously have the winner at that point. I think, I don't think Colton would sleep with three of them. If that's your question, I don't think he would do that. Or two. I think he will. I think if he does, it will be with his eventual winner. Which I which I believe to be Cassie, which I believe to be Cassie. I don't think all. I, I think there's a good chance only two partake in the overnight suites. I think there's a good chance he sends a third place person home before then. That happens frequently. I think that happened with sure. like Nick or something. But that's what I think is going to happen. What do you think? I agree with you. Yeah, you don't think he's going to? Okay, he just hasn't. I mean. There's a lot of criticisms about Colton out there in the ether about maybe off-screen things or things people write about him in their books or whatever. Based on what I've seen since he's been on screen in this iteration of the franchise, I don't believe Colton to be a person uh, who would play fast and loose with this. Like, he values. Yeah. That's what I think. Anyway. Uh, Tell us what you think of the show, please. I feel like we said a lot of things tonight that could be easily refuted by facts. Or enlightened by context. We're on Twitter at Rosecast ES, Instagram at Rosecast Podcast, and Facebook slash Rosecast Podcast. AB, do you have anything else, or can we send them off wishing them a heavenly day? Send them off. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Maybe twice next week. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.